Welcome to Sozo Church 21 Days of Prayer devotional podcast. During these 21 days, we will be praying together as a community of faith for specific topics each day, led by a member of our team. Now let's listen to today's message. Hello, thanks so much for joining us today. My name is Jason Laird. I serve as the lead pastor at Sozo Church here in San Francisco. And if you're new to our podcast or uh, new to uh, to our, our church, I just want to say thank you so much for checking us out. Uh, we love if you're in the Bay Area ever to come check us out on a Sunday morning. For those of you that call Sozo Church home, hey, first and foremost at the beginning of 2020, let me just tell you, I'm proud of you for coming along on this journey of 21 days of seeking God. Uh, we do this every year in January. We take 21 days to pray and fast and to seek God intentionally. And then in August, uh, we spend 21 days in prayer. And uh, the word that God gave us for this 21 days is just simply this one word, the word seek. It's the word seek. It's, it's pursue. It's pursuing after God. It's seeking after God. Uh, we started a collection of teachings this past Sunday. If you weren't there, you can check it out here on our podcast or you can go to our YouTube channel. Um, and we just talked a lot about what does it mean to seek God, to pursue God? Um, because here's the thing. A lot of times we can look at other people that maybe seem more spiritual than us or whatever, and we can think, oh, that they're special or God's just, you know, they have some special relationship with God. But the reality is, is, is it's just that there are ordinary people throughout Scripture that made a decision to seek God. And when they made that decision to earnestly seek Him, to pursue Him, that things begin to shift and change in their life. So it's not that anyone's better than us. We're all just ordinary people. But when we make a decision to seek and to pursue God, Scripture tells us in Hebrews 11 that He rewards those who diligently and earnestly seek Him. And that's what we were doing for these 21 days. We're praying, we're fasting, we're seeking God individually and collectively. And I truly believe that if this is our best year spiritually, it will be our best year yet. Uh, let me read you this one scripture today. This is the focused. Uh, we're talking about seeking God's face uh, this week. And I, I just want to break this down for just a moment. I shared this on Sunday, uh, but I think it, it uh, it's great to come back to this. It's such a good scripture. Uh, this, is, this is what God's saying to his people. He says, if my people, 2 Chronicles 7, 14, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, and turn from their sinful ways, he says, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. Uh, I just want to break this down for just a moment and I want to focus in on one specific aspect of this text that I felt like the Lord was speaking to me today and I think it's going to encourage you. But the first part of it, he says, if my people who are called by my name. Well, he's speaking specifically to the Jewish people there in Second Chronicles, those that were following God in faith during that era and that period. But now, you and I, we're, we're called the people of God, um, regardless of your nationality, your race, or any of those things. If you've put your faith and trust in Jesus, now we're, we're considered the people of God. So this applies to us. We've been called by his name. Uh, he's, he's saved us. He's forgiven us. He's, he's healed our lives. He's, he's, he's uh, put, a, put a fresh purpose in our life. So this is us. If my people who are called by my name would do these few things, look at this, humble themselves, well, one of the things about fasting, I believe that's one of the ways that we can humble ourselves. Um, that that it's when we push away from the table and we say, I'm, you know, I'm I'm going to fast a meal or two, or I'm going to fast uh, maybe from social media or from TV or from Netflix or whatever. I'm going to fast from these things that maybe have been feeding my flesh, and I'm going to I'm going to instead I'm going to feed my spirit. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna do what he says right here. Humble yourself and pray. So I'm not just gonna not uh, you know not eat or I'm, it's not just like I'm gonna not get on social media, but I'm gonna pray. I'm gonna spend time in the scriptures. I'm gonna worship. I'm gonna seek him. Uh, he says this: If my people will humble themselves and they'll pray. And look at this, and seek my face. What does that mean, seek my face? Well, we talked about it on Sunday, in case you missed it, I'll recap it for a moment. We said in Scripture there's three different focuses uh, that you see throughout Scripture where people are seeking God. You see these three different uh, things, that people would seek His face. And in the Hebrew language, face and presence is interchangeable. And so when it says seek my face, it's seeking His presence. But then you see the others, the second one is seeking God's heart. Remember, it said that David was a seeker of God's heart. He was a man after God's uh, own heart. Uh, so we seek his heart. His heart is, is the passions of God and the desires of God. It's when we say, God, I know what's in my heart, but I want your heart. Instead of my passions, I want your passions. Instead of my desires, I want your desires. Lord, synchronize my heart with your heart. I want my heart to beat for the things that your heart beats for. So we seek his face, which is his presence. We seek his heart, which is his passions. But then we seek his hand, which is his provisions. It's the hand of provision. And you see that throughout scripture. Um, but here it focuses not on the hand of God and not on the heart of God, but it focuses on the face of God, the presence of God. And he says this, he says, if you'll humble yourself, pray, and then you pursue my presence, come into my presence, seek my presence. And then notice the next thing after you're seeking his presence, he's, draw, he's drawing you near him. He's inviting you to come into his presence. He says, and then in your sinful ways, I want you to turn away from those things and turn your life towards me. It's a picture of repentance, turning away from sin and turning towards God, turning away from the things that are not pleasing to God and turning towards uh, his presence and His the things that would please him. Uh, the thing about that that I think is so awesome is this, is that Christianity is so different from other world religions. Other world religions have a deity or a God that they say uh, is a holy God. And because he's holy, unholy, imperfect people cannot approach them unless we close that gap, the chasm that's been created by our, our wickedness, our evil, our sinfulness, our deficiencies, our, all those things. The only way we can close that chasm, according to other world religions, is through merit, through work, through earning, through effort. But Christianity is different. Christianity is this, is that there is a, a holy God and we are unholy people and that's created a gap. It's created a chasm. But our works and our effort and our earning could never close that gap. Therefore, God sends his son Jesus to close the gap with his own perfection, with his own righteousness, with his own holiness. He closes the gap. And because of that, this scripture here is so good. We can come into his presence, even though there may be sinful, broken, def deficient, weak areas of our lives th that we may think disqualify us. We could actually, it actually, it, it, it's okay. We can still come before him in our weakness, in our deficiencies. Why? Because of Jesus. It's not because we're perfect. It's because he's perfect. And we can come into his presence even with the things that we think, because the enemy will get in your mind, right, and tell you, well, because you did that or said that or thought that or whatever, you don't deserve God's presence or you can't approach him. No, 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 that's the enemy. God says, I want all of you, bring all of you to me. Humble yourself and come into my presence. Now, you don't just stay in that. You don't stay in your sin. You can come into his presence in spite of your, your brokenness and your deficiency, and you can humble yourself and say, God, 
is there anything in me that's sin? Is there anything in me that's not pleasing to you? And when he shows you that, when his, the conviction of the Holy Spirit comes, we can say, Lord, I f forgive me of this. Cleanse me of this. I'm turning away from this. I don't want to live like that. I'm turning towards you. In your presence, I'm turning towards you. I'm saying, God, take my sin. Take my brokenness. Take my deficiencies. And here's what he says. I'm going to hear from heaven, God says. I'm going to hear those prayers. And I'm going to shower you with forgiveness. I'm going to unlock the gates of healing and pour out healing on your land and forgiveness into your heart and into your life. You know, here, here's why I love it. Is because, because God is not angry and mad at us withholding forgiveness. He is quick to forgive. He's slow to be angry. He's quick to extend mercy and grace. But what does it require of us? That we humble ourselves. We, we seek his presence. We come into his presence, even with our brokenness. And we confess our sins before him. We turn away from those things. We turn towards his heart. And, and here's what he promises. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to unlock forgiveness and freedom and, and liberty and healing into your life. And so here's what I want to do today. Today, I want to encourage you just to take some time to just contemplate uh, your life and to, to get into to his presence. Spend some time in worship and prayer. Know that you can approach God, even though you may not feel worthy or you may feel like there's things that disqualify you. Listen, Jesus has qualified you. It's because of Jesus you can come into his presence. So spend some time in his presence and then begin to just think about your own life and just ask the Lord, Lord, is there anything in me that's sinful? Is there anything in me that's broken? Is there anything in me that I need to turn away from and give it to you, lay it down at your feet? And then you just ask him, say, Lord, forgive me. Lord, heal me. Lord, free me. And here's what I believe is going to happen today. God's going to bring forgiveness and grace and mercy and love and healing into your life. And you're going to walk away from that moment of spending time in his presence. And your head's going to be lifted high. You're not going to be dealing with shame and guilt and condemnation burdened down by those things that the enemy will try to burden you with, but you can cast that upon God. Why? Because he cares for you. He loves you. He's got grace for you. He's got mercy for you. Listen, the enemy tells you you're not good enough to get into his presence. I'm here to tell you that because of Jesus, Jesus's goodness, you are good enough to get into his presence. It's because of Jesus, because of his grace, because of his mercy, you can come into his presence in spite of any failure, in spite of any sin. It doesn't matter about your past. It doesn't matter about your struggles. Get into his presence, turn away from those things and turn towards him and rely on him for grace and forgiveness. And he'll give it to you every single time because he's that good. I want to pray for us today and just uh, pray that God's going to speak to you. Lord, we love you. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you for your goodness. Speak to every heart today in Jesus name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Sozo Church 21 Days of Prayer devotional podcast. We hope today's message inspires you in your prayer life. Join us again tomorrow on the podcast for another encouraging message from a member of our team. Sozo Church gathers every Sunday morning in San Francisco, and we'd love for you to join us. For service times, location, and other info, visit our website at sozo.co or follow along on social media at sozochurchsf.